Adventure Before Dementia is proudly brought to you by station sponsors The Dirt, 26 Light Crescent, Mount Barker, for all your off-road camping needs. Welcome to Adventure Before Dementia here on 88.9 FM. Good morning. Radio. Oh, hi, Mike. You're here too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just a small oh, part of this show. What a lovely morning. Listen to the birds. It's like 6.5 degrees here in Mount Barker. I think we're going for a big top of 16, but it's sunny and clear. It looks fantastic outside. And today, Bob, the outside broadcast, the big outside broadcast bus, is down at the Adelaide Hills Farmers Market. So come on down and say good day. To the team. Yes, and um, it should be an awesome time down there. Great day to go shopping down there and get some local produce. Now, if you've ever wondered uh, who are the faces behind this Outback Adventure show, which is Adventure Before Dementia, it is, of course, Mike and Anita Pavey. They're a bit scared looking. (laughs) (laughs) Now, we have travelled widely, including a big lap of Australia in 2011-12. We did about 60,000 k's that year, uh, mostly off-road. And we've written as contributors for many popular 4x4 caravan and camping magazines. So we bring that experience to the show for you. And um, we also own and run a camper trailer shop in Mount Barker. No guesses to which one that is. Woohoo! Yeah. Anyway, on the show today, we are going to Corner Country. Oh, where it's nice and warm. <laughs> or warmer, anyway. And if you've never been there before, that's where the states of New South Wales, South Australia, and Queensland collide all together. Oh, it's one of the most visited places. That's in the right. Outback. In Outback, New South outback Wales. New South Wales, yeah. Over 200 cars pass through there in peak season. Oh, and then, wow. That's, you can't believe that, can you? Well, there is a pub there, so <laughs> it's not that surprising, really. <laughs> One pub, and that's where everyone goes. Okay, you got to get that, don't you? <laughs> cool. We'll delve into that a little bit more later. We will. Awesome stuff and recollect our trip. And, of course, we'll post some pictures after the show on our Facebook page, which is called Adventure Before Dementia 88.9. Oh, and I've got some great news. We are now podcast. Woohoo! Whee. So if you missed the show and you thought or you wanted to let someone else listen to it, you can download it free. All you got to do is go to uh, podcasts on iTunes. Woohoo! And uh, download Adventure Before Dementia. A bit of Yothu Yindi and Treaty, and that started with a bang this morning. We thought we'd get you motivated for a bit of outback full driving. Scared the PGs out of me <laughs> when it came on, let me tell you. Yes, it did. That was good. Woo, one for me. And you're listening to Anita and Mike on Adventure Before Dementia, and we're talking about the corner country. That is correct. So. If you missed our intro, that is Corner Country is where the states of New South Wales, Queensland and South Australia collide. It is a desert environment out there. Uh, We've got the Sturt National Park on the New South Wales side and essentially the Strzelecki Desert on the South Australian side. uh, Who would you say the trip would appeal to? Uh, Anyone with a bit of an adventurous spirit and a well-equipped four-wheel drive. That's it. And is ready to get a bit dusty. Yep. Someone who likes remote camping, because it is very remote out there. Yep. Um, 
probably someone who wants to experience the desert environment without actually forging into the desert itself. Yeah, not, it's nothing like The Simpson, really, so, is it? Yeah, you don't necessarily have to worry about getting bogged or anything like that unless you drive off the track and do something silly. And there's different animals out there, like cows. <laughs> yes, cows, lizards, dingoes. Yeah, we saw, I remember More. we saw that pack of dingoes. There was uh, uh, mummy and uh, about four little babies. That's it was it. pretty cute. We'd come from uh, we'd come from the South Australian side. We'd um, skirted around the Northern Flinders Ranges and joined mm. up to the I think it was the Strislucky Track and came up that way. Mm. And it was quite a big day. And so we were coming into Corner Country in the at dusk. So it was it was oh, yes, visibility right. was limited. Lovely sunset. Um, it is all unfenced out there. There are a number of cattle bores along the way. So you do have to, you know, you're flying over these dunes. Not necessarily flying, of course. You're driving very conservatively, you know, responsible manner. Um, over these dunes and being unfenced, you you do have to watch out. You know, go over a ten metre dune or a fifteen metre dune, and all of a sudden there's a cow casually sliding across the track. <laughs> but so they're not soft dunes, though, were they? They were. They were sandy. But not boggy sandy. With a strong, with a strong foundation a, or a, a solid strong bottom. Base. <laughs> yes. So. Um, so you didn't need any max tracks or snatch them straps or anything no, like that, really. But, I mean, if you're stopped in in the middle of the track in a stupid position, such as halfway up a dune, that would be... But they're not dunes like in the middle of the desert. Remember, this is the main thoroughfare that's going uh, from New South Wales, essentially, to South Australia. So it's a good road, but it it can get sandy at times. Mm. Um, But not boggy sandy. No. It's very nice. Not too long either. You could get to Cameron Corner in in pretty good time Mm. without rushing it because you don't want to rush it because it's a... Pretty slippery road too, so you got to sort of drive carefully. That's it. And driving over the dunes, you know, the crest, there can be traffic coming the other way. It's often a much better run to drive in the middle of the road instead of to the side of the road, so you do have to have your wits about you. So the bushland around, it's pretty bare and sparse. Mm, especially in New South Wales, it's just a wide, vast brown land. <laughs> and it's even it was even more sparser than the Simpson Desert. Because the mm. Simpson Desert was in full bloom and... That was that year, though, tri- yeah, after we're all that rain. Pretty lucky. But uh, Cameron Corner is, well, corner country. Mm. Nothing, nothing uh, oh, you know, gum trees and, and a few bushes, but nothing too much out there. In terms of access, you can come up the Silver City Highway from Broken Hill. You can come south from Birdsville. Or South Australia, like we said, you can come via the uh, via the Strislecki track. So there are a number of access points. Should we go to our messages? Oh, okay. Uh, we don't want to talk about anything else. Ready to pack your trip or anything? Well, we can make sure come we back have with a song. everything. Ah, oh, I suppose we should talk to each other before we uh, really <laughs> get into this show. Anyway, speak for yourself. Oh, we're talking about Cameron Corner this morning. Outback, New South Wales. And you're listening, of course, to Adventure Before Dementia here on 88.9 FM Hills Radio. Oh, stress, mate. That's an impressive camper trailer. Where'd you get that? Mate. 
I bought it from the dirt off-road campers in Mount Barker. They specialise in Australian-made premium off-road campers designed to get you there and back in comfort and they're great to deal with too. Who are they, mate? The dirt off-road campers. They're 26 Bike Crescent, Mount Barker. Now that I've given you the dirt, I suggest you get to the dirt yourself. The dirt off-road campers. Check out the dirt for wd.com.au. Bill's radio sponsor. Was a, what a lovely song that was. That was the Paper Kites and Willow Tree March. And you're listening to Anita and Mike here on Adventure Before Dementia. And we're talking about Outback, Corner Country, New yes, South Wales. <laughs> yes, we are. Yes, we are. And if you've never been there, you do actually have to make the trip. It is a beautiful spot to be. Yes, they say it's not so lonely out in the corner. <laughs> do it's they say not. that? They do. Right, okay. Especially yes. in peak season. Oh, yes. Oh, God, could you imagine that? There would be lots of people going through, for sure. Well, they do. Now, what to expect when you get out to corner country? Well, there is the store uh, where there are some resident hosts who look after you. Uh, you can buy all the usual things you expect to get in, in a store, such as important things like stubby holders and caps that says, oh, I've been to Cameron Corner, so no. <laughs> yeah, the, when we were uh, crossing over there, that was 2000 and... Did we cross over? 2013, 14, something like that, was the owners were Cheryl and Fenn Miller at Cameron Corner Store. And they actually, did you know, they came from the Daintree and the Great Barrier Reef. Is that right? And they decided to live in the outback. He was a builder, wasn't he? I think so. Mm. Something like that. But talk about a complete change in scenery to remote outback. Very interesting folk, as you would expect to live in uh, in an area like that. They are. You certainly have to drop into that store and say g'day because Cameron Corner is, of course, where Queensland, New South Wales and South Australia meet. So you can be in three states at once. That's it. I'm and, always uh, in a few different states. So. Have a few beers and be in a different state again. <laughs> it is a great pub. You go in there and uh, just talk to them about some of the people that come and visit because they've had people on bikes. The posties. Push bikes. And the postie run. Push bikes. Can you believe it? There's big box rally. People out there riding their bikes. Yeah, fat bikes, big fat tyres, great on sand. And they've also had a visit from the Blackhawk helicopter. Really? Really. Man, that would have thrown up some sand, wouldn't it? Yes. (laughs) So (laughs) if you walk walk into the um, pub or store, there's lots of pictures ablazing all over the place of uh, people that have come in and toured, uh, shared their story... Um, and you can stay there for lunch, stay there for a beer. You can stay overnight too and talk to them more if you like. Uh, there's uh, camping there, powered sites. So we didn't actually camp near the store. We went a sand dune or so away, didn't we? Yep. And camped on the other side where it was very, there was no one around. I do have a big generator there. I mean, they're not connected to the grid at all. Um, some people might find the generator a little bit noisy, yep. but... Get back a few dunes and it all disappears into the night. There's toilets and showers and, of course, when you walk into the pub, if you look up, the, the ceiling is covered with $5 notes. And you think, what the? What? And how did they get up there? Do people walk up a ladder and put it in the ceiling? How do they do it? There's a way you got to hold the pin and the $5 note and I think it was a 50 cent coin or 20 cent coin. What's the $5 note for? The donations go to the Royal Flying Doctors. That's the camping donation. So if you camp away from the store, it's $5. $5 a night goes to the Flying Doctor and you've got to, you've got a uh, sort of like a dart, a safe dart if you like, if there (laughs) is one. 
You've got to throw it <laughs> over your head uh, and pin it in the roof. And if you hit a light bulb, you've got to shout the bar. Not really over your head. You've got to oh. fling it up. Yep. Yeah. That's so weird. when we did it, I couldn't get a $5 note to stay. <laughs> but Anita went up there and went, whack! And there it goes. woo That's how she remembers it anyway. It's true. It's true. So then all the money goes to the Royal Flying Doctors Service, of course, because they have great service out in the outback. That's it. Now, other things that you you will find out there, there, there is fuel, there is repairs, tyre repairs, mechanical repairs if you need it. Uh, what other things? And, of course, there's the historical markers, if you like. There's one... Um, there's actually a really good story behind the, behind the Cameron Corner store. I can't remember the gentleman's name, but he was a passionate outdoor enthusiast. He really believed in creating a outback adventure hub in the in the corner country area and so he lobbied one of the local landholders to uh, sell him a tiny parcel of, of of land and that's where the corner store was created uh-huh. um, he has since passed away and there's a little monument at Cameron Corner would that be Sandy now that's it Mr Niall he's an ex-Vietnam vet and he um he came out there, he camped there under a sand dune um, near the posts for a few weeks and I think they actually have a memorial for him there. They do. Yes. And so that's just another great story about a, a an enthusiast who got together with his mates and really lived the dream. Yes, changed Australia for Australians to get out there and see Australia. <laughs> Excellent. Cool. All right, don't forget Bob, the big outside broadcast bus. That's Hills Radio bus, of course, is down at the farmer's market this morning. Come on down, say good day to the team and come and also buy some local fresh produce that is available up here in the fabulous Adelaide Hills. You're listening to Adventure Before Dementia with Anita and Mike and we're talking about Cameron Corner this morning. But we're going to go to another ripper of a song. Bit of Vance Joy and Riptide. Venture Before Dementia is proudly brought to you by station sponsors The Dirt, 26 Light Crescent, Mount Barker, for all your off-road camping needs. That's right. You're listening to Adventure Before Dementia here on 88.9 FM. It was radio. <laughs> it was radio. And a couple of uh, kooky people, Anita and Mike, and, of course, we're talking about Outback New South Wales, Cameron Corner, or, as everyone calls it, Corner Country. That's it. Now, a couple of things that may be of interest to the hysterical, <laughs> historical, sorry, buffs, uh, the dog fence. Oh, yes, the this dog fence. massive dog fence that separates New South Wales, South Australia, and I guess to a large extent Queensland. Yes, Queensland, of course, because that's where it starts. What's it, it all about, the dog fence? Well, I guess it was all about keeping the, keeping the rabbits out, wasn't it? Those bloody rabbits. And also, isn't it keeping certain dingoes on certain sides so they can eat those vermin? Uh, I don't think so. I think it's uh. all about the rabbits. It's all about the rabbits. Those bloody rabbits. Because <laughs> we know what rabbits do. Thank you, Mother, for the rabbits. Yes. They breed and multiply like there's no, no tomorrow. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, there is a large dog fence. Um... And it's quite spectacular, and we've got a magical photo of, of it at sunset. That, yes, and we do. Pop onto the Facebook page for you to see. Oh yeah, that was a good one. And you've got to drive through the fence. Now you don't uh, take a run up and drive through the fence. There is, 
there is a gate there, oh. so you've got to open the gate and, of course, close it afterwards. Oh, shut the front gate. That's it. There's no point having a, having a fence if you're going to leave the gate open. <laughs> that's right. So that's pretty cool. That's with everywhere, though, isn't it? If you drive through certain people's property, you've got to open up the gate, shut it behind you. That's it. Or leave it as you found it. That's right. Apart from the dog fence, just keep that shut at all yeah. times because yep. there might, might have been some idiot that came through before you, <laughs> left it open, so you don't want to leave it open. Yes. A couple of other things to keep an eye out for is the historical marker that uh, shows whatever it is, the separation of the different states. Yes, that's New right. Wales. And there's also, if you go to the parks office in Tibberborough, which is the hottest town in New South Wales, it's about, I think it's about 100 k's from the corner, um, it has the original marker that was put there by the explorers way back in 18... Oh, 69. Sorry. Yeah, 1800s oh, anyway. Yeah. Oh, actually, that's when they replaced it. Hmm. 18, uh, 1969. Oh, around that time anyway. Anyway. We, we do a lot of research for this. <laughs> As you can tell. There's also the Sturt National Park. Now, that is the biggest national park in New South Wales. Uh, Amazing place too. It's interesting if you look at the map, it says that the dunes that you cross on the main road are 15 metres high on the New South Wales side and only 10 metres in South Australia. Uh, Why is that? Because New South Wales is better. Oh, South Australia is a bit behind. (gasps) Who said that? (laughs) No, no. So, and the Sturt National Park's quite an interesting place to be. There's a couple of campgrounds where you can camp. Yeah, Um, nice spots too. More, there's a, a biosphere wetlands area. Yep, nice walk around there too. Yep, and if, it, if it's dry, you can actually mm. walk straight across the lake where there mm. is a, another marker, historical marker there. Mm. Otherwise, it's a 16k hike, which is, uh, yeah, 16k's each way. It's a fair old. Well, especially when it's hot mm. out in the outback. And, it's, and, it, and believe me, it's, it is hot out there, yes. limited shelter. We went out there when it was hot and it was hot. Hot. Yes. <laughs> For those interested in history, it's also it's also a good place to go. Now, Charles Sturt uh, was out there originally in 1829 and he was uh, wandering around uh, and he found the Darling River. Thomas Mitchell was doing his own hypothesising about the inland sea and, <laughs> and all that stuff, and, but he came later and he was... And he, uh, essentially proved Charles Sturt's findings. And then much later, in 1860, Burke and Wills were on the scene and they did their did their um, exploring around. So if you... It is a very famous spot. Yeah. No, it's good to, to... I mean, we all hear about these early explorers and what they found and what they did. It is good to, to get out there and visit and see yeah. the conditions they endured. I mean, mm. they, they didn't have four-wheel drives with air conditioning oh. or anything like that. No, no camper trailers, That's it. anything like that. Probably not really even tents, just a bit of... Yeah, a bit of fashion. canvas over a... Mm. Couple of poles like Couple a teepee. Poles, that's it. <laughs> so very basic. So they they did very they did very well. Mm. Now other places of interest south of the corner, once you're out of the corner, is Broken Hill. Now what do you know about Broken Hill? Well, it's actually a lot bigger and booming more so than what I thought it would be. It's like a big hub out in the outback, place to restock, refuel. Uh, refresh <laughs> after your dusty drive and there's uh, yeah, a few great caravan parks in there to stop and have a look, a few good mechanics too to fix problems that might have fixed along the way. That's it. 
and there was the place you go up and have a look up the top there. What's that? The mine up there? Yeah, go <laughs> go to the visitor centre as you yes. would normally do for any major area and get the loo down. Go up to the big chair, sit down, and uh, have, just have a look at the view of of Broken Hill. Broken Hill, did you know, was established in the 1880s and it was the birthplace of the big Australian BHP. Oh. So there's been a lot of mining going on in that area. Oh, well, that makes sense then, doesn't it? Oh, yes, a lot of mineral uh, exploration. Even uh, you can go and stay on a couple of the farm stays out there. Yes. There has been... Do you remember that one that we stayed at? Yes. What was it called? No, you don't remember. Okay. That's good. <laughs> but we're going to talk about... Outback Farm stays in another program because there's a lot to talk about with those and and um, um, we might even speak to a certain somebody that owns a certain station, but we won't tell you. We'll leave it a secret. Let's go to another song before you start asking questions. <laughs> what do you think? Why don't we just say Broken Hill was also home to the initial Mad Max film. So, yes, you know, it was. Silverton, that, that's a great area as well, just out of town. Yes. Got the mine, uh, the pub, lots of, uh, lots of history. That's right, it was. It was an amazing place. Okay, let's go to a bit more music and then we'll come back and talk more about the corner country here on Adventure Before Dementia with Anita and Mike until 9 o'clock this morning. There was a bit of uh, Red Riders and Ordinary. That was a bit ordinary, wasn't it? I thought it was quite good. <laughs> it was good. It's good pick-me-up music. You're listening to Mike and Anita here on Adventure Before Dementia and we're talking about corner country and we're up to... We're in Sturt National Park now, aren't we? Well, we were in Broken Hill, but hey... Oh, were we? Let's not argue. (laughs) We're in New South Wales. Can we agree on that? Okay. (laughs) Did you want to talk about lizards? Uh, Lizards? Yes, Yes. lizards are those... uh... Well, we're going to talk about where we saw them. (laughs) Well... Oh, there was a time when we were... uh, I'll get it out. We were camping just out of Tibberborough at a place called Dead Horse Gully. Beautiful place. I it think is. there was one person in there when we when we went in and none in there when we came out. That's right. And we were, of course, getting most of our information from the Hema Maps, Great Desert Tracks. Awesome book. It's got all about the fauna and fauna in the back too, flora and fauna. That's it. And you can back. buy those from all enthusiast four-wheel drive or camper trailer stores. That's right. So anyway, this campground has like a mound of uh, pebbly rocks, granite rocks. Pebbly rocks. Huge rocks that you can walk around. It's sort of like a teeny tiny Uluru. <laughs> And from that, you actually see all the... um, Surrounding landscape? Yes, if I can finish. Uh, But there's lots of animals around there, like the goannas and the big big lizards, but there's the little lizards. And I think this was quite a frilled neck lizard, and I can't quite remember the name of the other one. Let's go with lizard. Anyway, when we set up camp, it was boiling hot, and these two lizards were just sitting there under a tree trying to cool themselves off. And this, these two, they sort of caught each other's eye and then they ended up having a bit of a fight. It was a biffo. It was a bit of biffo. And I've never seen a lizard fight before. <laughs> but they were, well, if it was a fight or something else. It was a wrestling scrum. <laughs> anyway, could have been something else that lizards do. But they were, it was an amazing thing to see. It took some great photos. I'll put them up on our Facebook page too, Adventure Before Dementia 88.9. And 
it was yeah really cool sight to see because they they were really uh, biting and and scratching and being really narky with each other if that's what they were doing having a fight and, and that was interesting again there was lots of birds around galahs corellas cockatoos uh, but the best thing is is when you walk around those rocks in the um, campground there that was a, a good place to actually view the sunset that's it and I'm just trying to get up the Outback Roads report at the moment despite the fact that I'm getting someone's clicking their fingers <laughs> at me, which means something to somebody. Well, I don't know what it is. You're but on your phone. You're not paying attention. I'm trying to get this All right, well, we'll roads. just have a few words from our sponsors and be back in just a short minute. Oh, stress, mate. That's an impressive camper trailer. Where'd you get that? Mate, I bought it from the dirt off-road campers in Mount Barker. They specialise in Australian-made premium off-road campers designed to get you there and back in comfort and they're great to deal with too. Who are they, mate? The dirt off-road campers. They're 26 Light Crescent, Mount Barker. Now that I've given you the dirt, I suggest you get to the dirt yourself. The dirt off-road campers. Check out the dirt. 4wd.com.au. Hills Radio Sponsor. You're listening to Adventure Before Dementia here on 88.9 FM with Anita and Mike until 9 o'clock this morning. And don't forget, Bob, our big outside broadcast bus, is down at the Farmer's Market here in Adelaide Hills, Mount Barker. Come on down, say good day to the team. Man Street. That's it. Buy some fresh produce for you down there. (laughs) Fresh. I mean, really fresh, not like... Very fresh. Supermarket fresh. Fresh, fresh. Real fresh. So we're talking about Cameron Corner this morning, Outback Country, and we're, where are we still now? Up around Tipperborough? Yes, Tipperborough. That's uh, another place where you can stock up on some goodies, fuel, food, whatever. And uh, as, as we were saying before the break, there is a beautiful little uh, campsite just outside of Tipperborough. Yep, Dead it's Horse Gully. Dead Horse Gully in a little sort of park there, state park or something. Um... Just, yeah, a lovely place to be that is not far from Tibberborough. So rather than stay in town, not that it's a busy town or anything, but Did sometimes you, Do you know what Tibberborough means? Uh, tell me. Heaps of rocks. Heaps of rocks, well, there you mm, go. That's exactly what's at Dead Horse Gully because there is lots of rocks there. <laughs> there is heaps of rocks. <laughs> few things that are happening around town in the next week or so. It's actually not around town. It's in the remote parts of Australia. We've got the Big Red Bash. Have you heard about that before? I've heard about it. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> the Big Red Bash is essentially out in the Simpson Desert. They normally do it or strive to hold it around Big Red, which is the biggest dune in the Simpson Desert. Last year they got uh, a lot of rain, so unfortunately they had to pull it into Birdsville itself, which is yeah. a very interesting town if you've never been there before. Bit of a downer, though, because you weren't... Yeah, yeah. I would have much preferred to be out in the desert, but, you know, do it you, is what it is. Do you want to know who's playing at the Big Red Bash this week? Who's playing? Oh, we've got Missy Higgins. Cool. Lee Kernigan and the Legends of Country. James Rain and Mark Seymour, plus heaps more. So wow. I think the tickets are sold out. It's the most remote music festival in the world. Yep. And, um, yeah, if you didn't get in, well... Too bad. you got to wait till next year. But, of course, you can watch them on Facebook too. Is it? They'll post pictures of the actual event and and uh, what, what 
how the week progressed. So basically they cart a bunch of portable dunnies out there so everyone can uh, can cleanly do their business without leaving uh, traces behind, let's say. Yes. Cart it back into Birdsville or somewhere else, yeah. wherever they come from. Yep. And it is an experience of a lifetime. So they say, we haven't done it. No. There's been a few people that have. And if you've been, post some pictures on our Facebook page. That's it. Adventure Before Dementia 88.9. Now, one other thing that is not booked out that you could go to next weekend is the Camel Cup in Maree. Ah. Now, Maree, of course, is not that far away. It's probably, what would you say, a day's drive from Adelaide? Maree, that's all up from Port Augusta. Oh, long day. Yeah, well. Mm. It's above the Flinders, so that's yeah. That's it. It is a fundraiser for the community. And uh, as the name suggests, there will be camel races there. <laughs> so. Can anyone join in and do it, or is it only for racing people? Well, you've got to have a camel. Oh, do you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that is one prerequisite. There is more information on the website, so if you just get onto your mate Googles, as uh, Seal would call it, and uh, enter in Camel Cup Marie, you will get more detail. But it sounds like something reasonable to do. If, yes. Uh, if we weren't yeah, busy, I'd ch- charge up there. Okay. Now let's have a <laughs> quick look at the Outback Roads. Uh, I was looking at it before. All all roads, from what I can see, most of the major touring routes anyway in South Australia are open. Uh, there is one, or well, open with warnings. Yep. And there well, is, we've just had a bit of rain too, but it's not much. The Munjarani to Kella Marina Road is open only to four-wheel drive with caution at Ponded Water. So it's all all good for touring in the outback at the moment. What have you got for us next? Oh, we might play another bit of, uh, another track before we head off anyway. A little bit of Bernard Fanning and Battleships, one of my favourite Bernard Fanning songs. You're listening to Adventure Before Dementia here on Bernard Fanning and Battleships. You're listening to Anita and Mike only for a few more minutes here on 88.9 FM Hills Radio and Adventure Before Dementia about Outback. New South Wales. Are you sure? Uh, Yeah. Yes. No worries. I hope you've enjoyed the show today, exploring Outback New South Wales with us. Um, If you want a little bit more information about corner country, we've written a column for the Weekend of Herald this week, so it'll be out on Thursday and have a bit more detail in there. So if you'd like to know more, tune into that. Um... Otherwise, do some research on the internet. Get get some good map books, read up about the history and start planning an itinerary because you can't, oh, you mm. can't explore the best of an area if you just wing it. Mm. You'll miss out on the best bits. Yes. So do some research first. Uh, there are some good guidebooks around that uh, HEMA produce, so have a look at those and I'm sure there's some other publishers as well. On next week's program, we are talking about battery management. Now, batteries on camper trailers are things that a lot of people don't really understand. I mean, it's just a power source. But they want to. It's there. They need to. (laughs) Um, You know, it powers your devices. Then all of a sudden, you're in a camping trip. Uh, Uh You might be in the Victorian high country in, you know, May. It's cold. It's damp. You're in an area where there's no sun. And all of a sudden... You know, you go to plug in the fridge or, you know, the fridge starts cycling and the battery is flat. Uh, and you've been, you know, uh, you've been driving from home. Yeah. Um, you've it's had so your confusing. Anderson plug 
plugged in, it should be all working. So it does pay to understand your 12-volt system. So and, I've got and also a bit about, like, can you just plug your solar panel into your battery? Yeah. No, you mean your fridge. Can you plug the solar panel oh, into the fridge? Yes, sorry. Can you yeah. plug the solar panel into your fridge? Yeah. So, no. so generally, solar panels do have to be plugged into your battery supply and your yes. battery supply runs your fridge. Well, we're going to talk about that more next week with... That's it. We've got Stuart Peddle from Red Arc, uh, a great South Australian company, coming in to, to tell us everything that we need to know, oh. essentially, about managing your batteries. Yes. So looking forward to that. Uh, Stuart is also an outback enthusiast, so no doubt he'll have a few yarns to uh, <laughs> to tell. He will, and don't forget you can download our podcasts of our shows from our podcast site, which is Adventure Before Dementia, and you can also check out our Facebook page. I will post some pictures of what we've been speaking about today, and that is Corner Country and about that lizard fight on Adventure Before Dementia eighty eight point nine. And don't forget that Bob, the big outside broadcast bus, is down at the Adelaide Hills Farmers Market. And I think the boys from the... Bricks and Mortar will kick off from 9 o'clock, which is just in a few minutes' time. That's right. But we'll say ta-ta for now and see you (laughs) you next week. 